Hello, lovely humans, and welcome back to the Seems Like Diet Culture podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. If you are new, my name is Molly Page. I am your host. I'm also a registered dietitian, and this podcast is all about debunking diet culture, wellness trends, nutrition rules, or approving them so that you can figure out what feels best for your body and decide how to implement these things into your life. And every single week, we have different topics that go along along with those categories I just shared with you. We have some really exciting ones coming up like blood sugar balancing and the glucose goddess, apple cider vinegar, how often you should have dessert, how much protein you really need, and so much more. But this week, there's just something else on my heart that I want to share. And it's interesting because whenever I have this kind of gut feeling come up that tells me to share something else, it shows up in so many different areas. It'll be me talking with you guys in my DMs about this topic, people sharing this perspective on Live Unrestricted or in Live Unrestricted, people in my life maybe speaking to this. And it just makes me even more confident that hopefully this is something that resonates with you today. And although I'm going to be speaking about this stuff more in relationship to your relationship with food and body image and exercise, just know that this perspective can really go for any area of your life, not just that one that I'm going to be using most. And so who I want to speak to today is the woman, the human, the girl that is feeling like she wants to give up. The feeling of wanting to give up is awful. And there's so much that typically precedes this feeling, and yet at the same time, it can feel like it comes on in an instant. One moment, you're motivated, you're taking steps forward, or at least you feel stable, and then the next moment, you just feel so unmotivated, and you're questioning how in the heck you're even going to keep going. So although it's cliche, I do think the first step that we need to take here is just reassuring you that you're not alone. And I feel like there could be a few reasons as to why this has been coming up so much lately. I think it could be the shift in the season because even if we don't always acknowledge it, I just feel like there's a lot of unearthing of emotions and changes that we feel as the season shift, whatever time of year it is. But especially going into this time of year, when we're getting so close to the year being over, it can feel incredibly overwhelming. And it can lead to us almost having those emotions of, well, why would I keep going? I'll just restart in the new year. You know, the holidays are coming soon and I already haven't done, quote unquote, that good of a job throughout this year. I'm not where I want to be. And all of that can really combine to make us feel unmotivated and just down. Now, it could also be neither of those things for you. It could be that you're just feeling so burnt out, whether that be in general or this be in the specific area that you've been working on. I mean, I'm sure many of you guys that are on a recovery or a healing journey, especially in regards to your relationship with food and exercise and body image, know how exhausting it can start to get after you lose some of that initial motivation and as you have to continue to just keep trekking along in 
the the goals and the steps and it feels like it can be never ending sometimes and when you have that feeling of well when is it going to end that in itself <laughs> can make you feel like you want to give up so even if none of these or all three of these resonate with you just know that you are validated in those emotions and you also don't need to shame yourself for having this feeling. Because when you're shaming yourself for having this feeling, you may think of it as being helpful, but it is honestly just adding gas to a fire. It is adding a negative to a negative. And those two negatives are not canceling each other out in this case. They are just making an even more negative reaction because think about it like this. If you're talking about this in the example of having thoughts around food that are negative. So let's say you have thoughts of restricting when you've been on a really good track. So you're having that thought of restricting and because you're having that thought, you start to feel guilty. You may even feel like, oh my gosh, I'm failing. I'm not doing a good job anymore. I'm plateauing. What am I even doing? Am I even doing anything right? And you kind of start to spiral. So then the thought that comes up from that is I should just give up. You know, why am I even doing this? I'm not even making a difference. And then you start to shame yourself for that thought. You think to yourself, oh my gosh, why am I even having that thought? I thought I've come so much further than this. And you get into a overall shame cycle because you can even see how the beginning and the end of that cycle connect to each other. Because the restriction thought can lead all the way up to that negative talk about yourself. And then that negative talk about yourself can lead to you even wanting to restrict more because it's a coping mechanism, because it's what you're used to, because you feel bad. And now we are just in a spiral at this point. And so I know, of course, it's very easy for me to sit here and say, don't shame yourself. And I know that it's not that simple to just be able to change how we react. But a lot of the time, we're not even aware of the fact that we're doing this. We're just so deep in it that we don't even try to pull ourselves out because we're unaware that this cycle could be happening. And we think if we're not hard on ourselves, then we're not going to be able to make a change. But there's a difference between being quote unquote hard on ourselves and realistic with ourselves, so that we don't get into a bad place and just beating ourselves up. And the second part of that, the latter part of that, is what we do not want to do. So once we say, okay, we're not going to get into the shame cycle, we need to do what we're actually avoiding doing when we're shaming ourselves, which is sitting with the emotion and the feeling that is behind the thought of giving up. And I know that this can be something that's very unmotivating. Trust me, I am definitely someone that can avoid my emotions. I'll be that person that's like listening to TikTok, watching TV, has music on, everything that I can because I just don't want to sit with an emotion that's coming up that day. We're obviously continually working on this. I'm just just calling myself out so you guys know I'm not perfect either. I mean, no one is perfect, but you guys know what I'm saying. But seriously, This is such an important piece of the puzzle because let's use this again in the example of the body image, the food stuff, the exercise stuff. What could be making you feel like you want to give up is that maybe you are taking a lot of steps forward in these areas and now you're starting to notice 
that you're you're not really moving forward anymore. Maybe you were implementing a lot of fear foods and you were feeling really confident in it, but now you're kind of eating the same foods again every day. Maybe you were doing a really good job of, you know, not being stuck in that binge and restrict cycle anymore and you hadn't had a binge or you hadn't overate in a really long time. And then next day you have this huge binge. So you have this huge overeating session. Maybe you felt like your body image thoughts had become a lot more positive and you were being more comfortable with the idea of your body changing and then one day you feel like you just absolutely lose it and you're convinced that you've gained 10 pounds and that you look awful and that's making you want to go backwards on everything, right? So you could be having all of these physical things that are happening, but those in themselves aren't actual reasons why we want to give up. They contribute to a deeper feeling that is telling us that what we need to do to keep ourselves safe and to protect ourselves is to give up. And what I mean by this is most of the time we have set these things out as standards, right? We start to add in foods. We start to change our body image. We start to change the way that we exercise or whatever else it is because we know that that's what we need to do to hit a standard. But what is hard to remember about standards when it comes to our relationship with ourself is that they're not as steadfast and specific as standards in other areas of life. So, Let's compare our body image relationship to grades. When it comes to grades, there is such a clear black and white. And although we should not associate our worth to a grade, or we shouldn't characterize our success based off a GPA, it's very often something that we find ourselves doing. Okay, if I got an A, I did a great job or I'm a good person or whatever it is. And okay, if I got a D, I'm not doing a good job, not a good person or whatever it is. And so we want to, especially us perfectionistic people, we want to take this into our relationship with food. We want to take it into recovery. We want to take it into everything. And so let's say you're on this recovery journey and You feel like you've been doing good for a while. You're like, okay, cool. I'm hitting the goals. I'm adding the fear foods. I'm not having the thoughts. I'm getting A's. Like, I'm doing well. I am doing a great job. I am worthy. I'm crushing it. And then you start to have those negative thoughts. You start to have all of those things happen that I was just sharing with you. And now you think you're failing. And what do we do when we feel like we're failing? Well, we don't want everybody to know we're failing. We don't want to fail ourselves. So we think, well, maybe it's easier to just stop, to not keep going, to just give up and try again in another time because obviously we're not doing it good enough. And that good enough feeling is so much of the time what is really plaguing us. Because why else would we give up just because we have a few days where things aren't going well? Why else would we think that what we're doing is shameful just because we're having a human emotion or we haven't taken 600 steps forward? In Love Unrestricted, I had someone that came to me and she said she felt like she was in a plateau. And I asked her why she felt like she was in a plateau. Was it more about the physical steps that she was taking or was it more about the thoughts that she was having? And she explained to me that 
she was still taking the right steps. She was still hitting her goals. You know, she had a day or two where she felt like she faltered back to some old coping mechanisms that didn't feel good. But overall, she had still seen those changes and it had just been a really tough week. And that week was so tough because in her mind, she started to have a lot of fears about weight gain. She started to have a lot of second thoughts about, oh my gosh, can I do this? Should I do this? And I explained to her how normal it is to have those feelings. But I also wanted her to know that she wasn't plateaued because what she described is not actually a true plateau. She was still moving forward. It was just her thoughts that were convincing her that what she was doing wasn't good enough. But basing your worth and whether you should keep going off of your thoughts and your feelings is literally like saying that the weather depicts your entire mood of the day and the entire success of a day, and there is no way to change it. We both know that, yes, a rainy day can influence our mood or a sunny day can influence our mood, but at the end of it all, we have the ability to take action to decide how that day is going to be for us. And if we make another analogy about this, because you know I love analogies, if you take someone that is in recovery, let's say they're in recovery for alcoholism, say that they have a day where they have a lot of thoughts that they're struggling with about wanting to have a drink, but they don't have a drink, they didn't fail. They shouldn't give up. They shouldn't go back to drinking alcohol because they had the thoughts. They're still freaking doing it. They're showing up. Even if they didn't take six million steps forward and developing all these new coping mechanisms and adding a million hobbies, they're still doing it. And I share these examples with you in these analogies to hopefully convey how much the idea that you need to give up and that you're not doing good enough is in your head. I have had this emotion so many times, especially in my recovery. And it came up for me when my body first started to change. It came up for me when I was dealing with the debilitating bloating. It came up for me when I got afraid of losing my identity. It came up for me when I questioned what people would think about me as a dietitian if I didn't share the typical nutrition stuff. It came up for me in so many different areas, I can't even name all of them. But what this is really showing you is that We need to give ourselves grace, and ideally, we even need to just get that support. Bring in people that can help you to work through this so that you don't feel isolated, so that you don't feel alone, so that you don't get in your head and tell yourself that you can't keep going, and you may need different next steps than what you have right now. But I know what you don't need to do is you don't need to give up. You don't need to throw in the towel. And I know that it's not helpful that I don't have the perfect answer of how to motivate yourself to not do that. I know that listening to, you know, 15 minutes of a podcast isn't what changes everything. But I do feel like sometimes we need that logical reasoning as to why we're feeling the way we're feeling. And I may have given an example that resonated with you, but your example as to why you're feeling this way could be really different as well. 
And no matter what your example is, no matter what is leading to this feeling, just know that underneath that emotion is the answer to how you're going to get through this. We just have to work through what it is that we think we're doing wrong. So in a tangible sense, if you are the person listening to this that has been feeling like giving up in your recovery journey and healing your relationship with food, maybe you're thinking about going on that diet again or starting to restrict or working out a certain way or buying those clothes again that you know you shouldn't, please, if you can, get some help and support. It makes such a difference. This is exactly why I created Live Unrestricted. This program is literally for the woman that feels stuck, that feels like she hit that plateau, that is unsure of how she's going to keep moving forward, that is stuck in quasi-recovery where she feels like she's not at the worst she's ever been, but she's not at the best she's ever been. And we take all of those things that are creeping into your mind that are telling you that you need to stop and that you shouldn't keep going, and we get rid of them for you so that you can actually take the steps that you need and overcome those fears of weight gain and have the accountability and have the support of a dietitian, two dietitians actually, me and my dietitian that works with me and your peers and so many other things. And the beauty of the example that I gave with the woman that's in Love Unrestricted is that when she had that feeling, she was able to take it into a call in the group and then take it into a one-on-one call and then automatically get back on the right track. She felt confident again after the call. She felt like, okay, I got this. I can keep going. I know why this came up. I know what I need to do because we are able to give her those specific next steps. We're able to give her that mindset coaching. We're able to give her that accountability But this podcast, it can't provide the same thing. It can give you that first step of understanding. It can give you that, you know, that comfort, but it can't give you those next steps. And that's exactly what you need. You need that person that's on your team that believes in you, that is telling you that you can keep going. And I know that it's scary to not just succumb to the feeling, to not just think, okay, you know what, maybe I should just give up because it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable when we get to this point in our journey and we have to start to rely on actual discipline rather than motivation or when we have to recognize and feel our emotions rather than suppress them or when we are trying to deviate from our typical coping mechanisms of just retreating. But it's worth it because if we don't break the pattern now, we'll never, ever break it. We have to just start with situations like this and teach ourselves that continuing, not even moving forward, just keeping it going is a huge win in itself. And it shuts down so many of those negative patterns that have been built over the years. So I really hope that this episode was helpful for you today. I know that I'm not the answer to everything when it comes to this. And I don't want to act like I am because I know how complex it is. But I also just want you to know how much I care about you, how much I'm thinking about you, and how I hope that this could even just give you that little inclination 
if of hope is that how you should say that that little inkling i think is what i'm trying to say the little inkling of hope yeah it's not an inclination I think I'm a little brain dead today, so I'm going to listen to this back and I really hope it makes sense. If you're listening to it, I decided that it made enough sense. (laughs) So we'll see. If you enjoyed this, I would so appreciate if you gave it a rating or review. The podcast in general, I should say, you can do that on Spotify. You can do that on Apple Music as well. I should say Apple Podcasts, actually. And If you have any feedback for me or if this episode touched you, please let me know. It makes my day every single time I get a DM from you guys or share it with someone that you feel like may need to hear this. I appreciate you guys joining me and I can't wait to see you next week.